0: Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: You're listening to Comedy Central.
2: You know who gets a lot of women? Brad Pitt. Oh, my God. (laughs) Women love Brad Pitt. You know I heard about Brad Pitt? I heard Brad Pitt ain't a big fan of taking showers. I heard this on hard copy. So it's not like I'm just blurting something out irresponsibly. Let me survey the women here tonight. How many women would rather have sex with a dirty, filthy, stinky, smelly, disgusting Brad Pitt than a freshly scrubbed Todd Berry. Oh my God, that wasn't even close. I just won that by a total landslide. Did any woman here choose Brad Pitt? Seriously, raise your hand. Did you really? Oh my God, what is your name? Jenny. Okay, Jenny. I'm going to have to think on my toes now. Because this has never happened before. Let's say Brad Pitt hasn't showered in a year and a half. Then he runs the Boston Marathon. After he comes across the finish line, he trips and falls into a giant pile of pig (laughs) (laughs) Me, on the other hand, Jenny, I've taken a shower, I put some lovely deodorant on, I deep condition my hair, and then I walk through a car wash. Jenny, who do you select now? You. Thank you, Jenny. (laughs) Jenny, I admire your initial honesty in choosing Brad Pitt. (laughs) And my hunch is there's like, maybe two other women here tonight (laughs) who would choose Brad Pitt over me. And I have one thing to say to those women. Brad Pitt will never f*** you.
0: All right. That was Todd Barry with his joke about Brad Pitt. What a hottie. Both of them. Todd Barry and Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple of hotties. Hotties with bodies. Welcome to Stand Up with Chris Stefanell. With me, as always, Nicole Pui.
3: Your humble producer. Hey, boo. How's it going? That was a How's 90s clip,
0: which I appreciate.
3: I chose older clips last week. And yes. I got some flack. Be- but I don't know things that happened before... 2017? 17, yeah. That's when my consciousness began. But yeah. so I chose some older clips for us this week.
0: Oh, great. Which I'm really I, excited about. I love them. And then Todd Barry's going to be at Clusterfest.
3: Yeah. And guess what? Me
0: and you, same
3: Headlining.
0: We'll be at Clusterfest, headlining the outdoor stage. See
3: you there, Todd 35
0: Barry. million people.
3: Isn't that crazy how. Um, Todd Berry looks the same in that clip. He looks
0: genuinely the same. I saw him last week at the Comedy Cellar, and his cool. hairline cool, cool, is cool, cool. at the same place. He's maybe a <laughs> little bit grayer, uh-huh. but he looks exactly the same, and his his voice has changed a little bit That's now. That's
3: what I noticed as well. Why do you think you went deeper like that?
0: <sighs> Throat cancer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's actually a really sad story. You yeah, can't ask no,
0: him. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. I mean I think like, yeah, people's Everybody just changes their cadence. Their, well, his cadence didn't change, but yeah. I think like when you start to know more about what makes you funny, it just locks in
3: yeah. to yeah, that yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Are you going to drop your voice 10 years from now? Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stop sounding kind of gay. Um no, you I don't I, sound I,
3: kind of gay. Really? People to say me. that to me a lot.
0: No, people say that people to me a lot. People say
3: you sound gay. Yeah, Who's people always you that? people always like that's so mean.
0: Oh, weekly, somebody back like, are you weekly? Yeah, the like, are you gay? It's kind of gay. I don't oh, know. It's Monday at
3: eight a.m. Time to tell Chris he sounds gay, dude.
0: I know, mom. Um, <laughs> I don't care. It's like whatever. Um, yeah, but,
3: it's not an insult. But I don't know to be gay. <laughs>
0: It is not an insult to be gay. Yes, you're right.
3: Um, um, so you think his comedy stayed the same? Todd's, like, his cadence has stayed the same? Because that clip is from 1999.
0: Good year. I think Weird Al Yankovic came out with um, a song that year. Didn't he come out with Amish Paradise or something that he year?
3: He probably came out with a song that
0: year. Do you even know who Weird Al Yankovic is? No. No.
3: Yeah, I do. He did, uh... I can't
0: think of anything.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know. He did, uh...
0: Have you ever seen Todd Barry perform live?
3: I have, yeah. I've seen him do drop-ins and stuff like that. Yeah. He's very fun to watch. Yeah. Do, like, work out new material. Like It never really feels like he's... Wor- it always feels like he's very in control. Always. And even from that clip, like, he just... You just trust him, I guess? or I maybe mean, because of his cadence.
0: Todd Barry is a very, very, very calculated comedian. Yeah. So he's, like, that style of, like, knowing exactly what you're going to mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. as opposed to, like just leaving some room for improv Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. I'm sure he can do that, but like his style on stage is very much like, I have everything worked out, mm-hmm. I'm going to deliver okay. this, mm-hmm. and it's going to come at you fast and hard, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, as opposed to me, I just go up there with sometimes no plan, <laughs> and then people are like, why don't you have a plan?
3: Do you really like, sometimes I'm just like an idiot. go up, no plan?
0: Chrissy confusion. Um, <laughs> I No, not that I don't have a plan. I always know where I'm going to start. Okay. I always know the opening joke okay. and the closing joke. I oh, okay. always know that. Okay. And then in the middle, Bookings. I try to just, like, pick jokes that okay. I think work, okay. or- if it's a set like sometimes like jokes A, B and C go well together, but like joke A just didn't work. So then I just have to abandon B and C and just come up with some new shit. Like on the fly. Wow. So
3: how but, often do you have to do that?
0: It depends if I'm working on new material. Yeah. I'm working on a second hour that special for Comedy Central, <laughs> quite often. You're just like, Oh, I thought A was gonna work and then it just did not. <laughs> so like buy jokes B and C that go with A. So
3: that's kind of like we were talking about that Dane uh, Cook. Oh my God! From this, from the from the next season of the Half Hours after Todd yes. Barry's, Dane Cook just threw out all his material. It's for nuts. Half yeah, hour. if you want,
0: if you have time, watch this sec. It's this Dane Cook's, Comedy Central presents. So it's like a legendary story that Robert Kelly, the great Robert Kelly, told me, who was very good friends with Dane Cook, still is. They all came out of the Boston comedy scene together in like the late eighties, early nineties. Early nineties, it was, um, Dane Cook. Gary Goleman and Bobby Kelly, those were Whoa. like, they were like rolling together from Boston to New York. There's like a lot of stories like that. I know it's like a little tangent, but just real quick and then I'll get back to the Jane <laughs> Cook. It's also like in the early 90s, Big J Okerson, Keith Robinson, and Kevin Hart would drive every every day, not every week, every day uh-huh. from Philadelphia to New York City. To come do the comedy cellar shows and then go back to Philadelphia. Every like, day. Yeah, so like Big J. and Keith Robinson, and Kevin Hart before they that before Kevin the... Hart was Kevin Hart, yeah. they would just come to the comedy cellar uh, initially just to watch Keith, and then they would drive back to Philly. But then but then like as I guess their career started to take off, they started to move to New York. But like they did that every day for like years. And like there's some classic, classic like Kevin Hart in the back of the Keith's car stories or Big J Okerson <laughs> stories like it's nuts so
3: What do you think Kevin Hart and Big J Okerson talk about?
0: They're like friends from Philly. They used to talk about I heard a
3: Philly hilarious stuff.
0: story once where like Big J Okerson like was whatever down in the village doing a show and he tried to close on a bit where he got completely naked down to his underwear and it and it bombed <laughs> and Keith and Kevin were there and he said for like literally the entire ride back to philadelphia he was getting roasted by kevin hart and keith robinson and it's like that's cool shit that you know a lot of times like people will see a comedian Uh like all of a sudden they'll blow up like i heard one time somebody say when amy schumer got the train wreck movie after like the second or third season of inside amy schumer they're like oh amy schumer's like an overnight success it's like are you out of your mind yeah what do you mean an overnight success that girl was like in the comedy clubs all day, every day for years. Same thing with Kevin Hart. It's like, you you know who he is now. But it's like, do you know him in the backseat of Keith Robinson's fucking Subaru <laughs> sitting in traffic? Oh,
3: you didn't say I was in a Subaru. Yeah. That's even worse than I could have imagined.
0: But real quick, getting back to, and then we'll get to another comedy club You're clip. Dane Cook, yeah. Yeah, Dane Cook, Bobby Kelly told me that um, they used to film the half hour Specials like they used to do like five or six of them in one night, as opposed to like nowadays, like I did my half hour special like four years ago it was just me and Rachel Feinstein for the same audience. Cute pairing. Cute. Supes cute. Um, <laughs> Rachel Feinstein and I, sorry, my mother listens to the podcast and she wants me to be grammatically correct. Rachel Feinstein <laughs> and I. Um, so that's a better way to do it. But okay. in, the, in the initial thing, I guess, you know, trying to same figure it audience. out. audience. Same audience for like five Five or six half hour specials, which don't forget, these things get edited down to half hours. Yeah. They might be on stage for 45 minutes. So Dane Cook, yeah. So Dane Cook went last and really felt like the audience was like dead. Uh And instead of doing like his Comedy Central pre approved 30 minutes that he was supposed to do, he just went completely off the rails. And if you watch it, he just does crowd work, he's jumping on the drum set, he's like all over the place, he has his shirt off, he's just in an undershirt, oh my and he n- annihilated, really? and he be- started, t- like planted like the first initial seed to become Dane Cook, because he was like, everybody Whoa. was like, who is this guy? And he crushed, and it's like one of those moments where it's like, sometimes if you just trust your own instinct, as anybody as an entertainer as anything it works out there, w- there is a percentage of time will, will not work out sure so sure, it's sure, like sure. you just gotta gamble but like fuck it can't get herpes twice <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and always remember kids always remember that you can't get herpes yeah.
0: twice yeah I guess you can you can get on your mouth and your genitals but
3: you whatever who's next three times <laughs>
0: yes. yes do you
3: want to play a little bit of that Dane Cook clip can we yeah, Chris. Yo, you're yeah. like a
0: wizard, Nicole.
3: I got it all.
0: Yeah, well, Yeah because 'cause you're young. So like, you just were born with a computer. You are a computer. I am. Yeah,
3: it's, <laughs> it's in my arm. Yeah. Okay, let's,
0: let's play it. Play. I mean, he's standing on the tables right now, running on. Like he broke the fourth wall and stood on the audience. Oh, now he's squatting. What's up? What's up? He's squatting on the floor doing the stand up. <laughs> this is such a choice. This is my show. See?
4: I'm on the drum. Yeah. I got this set up, man. I want to have like a rock and roll show. I think every comic wants to be a rock and roll star. I do. I do. That's my dream. But I'm a comic. It's close. Rock and roll show. I mean
0: he's in That's like the coolest. He looks like he That's just what walked we, out we of school. We kitchen. come
4: out though. We ask you how you're doing. How are you feeling? Yeah. Yeah. You guys feeling great? <laughs> <laughs> huh. You don't have to do that with rock and roll Give, give me a little rock and roll this is ro- All rock and roll has to do is come on go like this
5: Yeah New York City I can't hear you <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. And you notice how we said give us a little rock and roll They had no music cue yeah. You know what I mean I feel like I'm in a fish tank
4: Comedy crowds, we always come up and want to ask you how you're feeling. We always say that. By a round of applause, how do you feel? Right?
0: I bet you this is a bit. By a round of
4: applause, how you feeling? It's the only place in the world that you judge how you're feeling by a round of applause. You know, there's never any other time where you judge there's never like a car accident, you know, people, people all over the ground, people running around. Ma'am! Ma'am, by a round of applause, how do you feel? (laughs) By a round of applause. (laughs) He's not clapping.
3: <laughs> clear right clear, clear. It It should be noted that my little notes say that uh, it was too visual for radio that clip. <laughs> so a little bit hard to tell, but he is moving around, jumped on all the tables, yeah. literally going crazy. He literally has
0: his butthole half an inch off the floor for the first five minutes of that set. He's squatting down <laughs> like he's taking a shit in Japan.
1: It's also <laughs> worth noting that it looks really different than the way we do our half hours now. Right. Uh, like they're all sitting at little. Comedy
3: Central Club. Eh?
1: Hi. They're all sitting at little <laughs> round tables as if they were at a comedy club. Whereas now we just do sort of standard audience seating. Yeah. Also, the set design varied from comedian to comedian. So Dane has a oh. drum kit with his name on it. Yeah. Um, whereas now the set design is a standard backdrop and we change the with name. With
0: their name. Yeah. I mean, also, you talked about Todd Barry. Dane Cook's changed a lot too. Like, his mean? voice doesn't sound the same to me.
3: How did his voice change? How I don't know. I just
0: feel like, I mean, Dane Cook is Dane because Cook. He's,
3: he's blowing out the microphone in Yeah,
0: <laughs> the Coming with that high of an energy, yeah. it's like you either have to, like, it's like I got, now that I've been doing comedy, like, I get how, like, that beginning was completely improv. Like, where they were like, because yeah. you have to, like, tell people, like, hey, I'm going to do this. You know, it's a whole TV thing, yeah. but he Standards just fucking and did it. Yeah, yeah, You know, he just like jumped on somebody's table. I'm sure after they had to be like to the audience, like, was that okay? <laughs> like, you know, like this, he just squatted in front yeah. of you, man.
1: Also,
3: the camera angles are set up in advance. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: that's true. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah, so that's like a great example. A classic bit from classic Dane, Dane Cook. Classic Dane Cook.
3: Let's get into some more bits then. You want?
0: What do you want to do? What do you want to do,
3: I've got two clips coming up. One from Wanda Sykes from okay. the year before, 1998. Wowzers. That's before I was born. And then Louis Black from also 1998. Amazing. From what year were you actually born? 1994.
0: 95. I was in fourth grade. Shout out Miss Wasman.
6: <laughs> my single friends are funny. I don't, I don't go out with my single friends. Not at all. Never go Because I never have a good time, never have fun. We go to a club, you know, guy come over, hey, can I buy you a drink? They're like, oh, uh-uh, no, no, she's married. I'm like, yeah, I'm married, but I'm thirsty. Why don't you shut the hell up? And let me have a free drink. Because women love free drinks, we do, right? But I noticed something, guys don't buy you free drinks like they used to. They don't, right? Saying yet. Remember the good old days? Remember that you? Remember the good old days? You go to your local bar, and the bartender will come over and say, excuse me, uh, ma'am, the gentleman way over there in the corner, he would like to buy you a drink. And you would say, okay, thank you. Beautiful. And you would get your drink, and the, the greatest thing of all, he would keep his ass way over there in the corner and leave you the hell alone and let you enjoy your peace in private. All you had to do was shake it at him. No, stay over there. <laughs> now guys don't do that, now. Uh-uh, no, hell no. Guy buys your drink now, he thinks that gives him the right to stalk you for the rest of the night. He's in your face before the drink gets there. You know that guy. Ha, ha, ha. How you doing, girl, how you doing? Yeah, you can call me drink man. <laughs> uh, what's your name? What's your name? Wanda. Mm. Wan. Wanda wand. Wanda
5: wanda.
6: I'm wondering how you gonna pay me back for that drink later on. <laughs> you go to the ladies' room, you come out, he's leaning against the sink. Well, 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 we meet again. Drink man. Girl, you keep this up, I'ma think you following me. You on the dance floor, just having a good time. Later. woo, yeah, you turn around. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. Remember me? Drink mad. Ah, uh, yeah. Come on, girl, I paid for that drink, you owe me. You're like, look, you gave me a drink, not a kidney, you better to get the hell away from me. I think with men and women, it comes down to sex, you know? We're on different levels when it comes to sex. It's something in men, I think it, that's why there's still people walking around the earth. There's something innate, you know? I think men have something in them where they're like, hey, we gotta make more people, we gotta make more people, we gotta make more people. And women are like, who the hell gonna take care of all these people, hey, get off of me, you know? Men and women, we're just on different levels when it comes to sex, right? Like, look at the porno industry. That's a billion dollar industry and men support it. They act out their fantasies. And so what's the number one fantasy for most guys? What is it, ladies? Two women, exactly. Two girls, that's what they want, two women. Oh, this greedy bastard said three. <laughs> Well, that's for inflation, huh? That's what they want, two women. Fellas, I think that's a bit lofty. Cause come on, think about it. If you can't satisfy that one woman, why do you want to piss off another one? Why have two angry women in the bed with you at the same time? And think about it, you know how much you hate to talk after sex. Imagine having two women just nagging you to death. So what are you thinking? Come on, let's talk. Hold me. We never cuddle. That's the thing, man. Two women, two women. You know, and that's proof right there that men and women are on different levels. You know, because men can watch two women together, and that's a turn on. Doesn't work the same way for us, does it, ladies? No, uh-uh. See, everybody, ah, uh, no, see? No, it doesn't work the same. You ask any woman in here her sexual fantasy, and I will bet you a million dollars that it's not to go home and catch your man bent over with some big burly guy standing behind her. Oh, yeah. Say my name. Say my name. Who's the daddy? Who's the daddy? Ooh, that'll ruin your day walking, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> you don't want to catch your husband sharing a warm bubble bath with his new bowling partner. <laughs> no, what, what do you say to that? You walk in, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Calm down, honey, I bowled the perfect game. <laughs> <laughs> he bought me a drink. Yeah. The guy turns around, ha! <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> remember me? Yeah.
1: Hey there, Jordan Clepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.
7: This country has finally lost its mind. (laughs) I know exactly the moment that it occurred. I was in my apartment. I was watching TV. It was January. And the pre- it was announced, it was announced that the President of the United States may or may not have had oral sex with a 21-year-old in the White House and that that, and now I'm quoting, wasn't the bad news? <laughs> what was the bad news? The bad news was he may have made her lie. <laughs> At that point, I went down to the International House of Pent. <laughs> because I needed to put my teeth into some pancakes before they reached around to try to eat my brain! <laughs> the next day, this country went nuts. Next day, a discussion started, and it, was, it took place in every office, it was in, every, it was in all media, it was everywhere. And the discussion was, is oral sex adultery and i kept thinking did i miss a day at school somewhere (laughs) i know i didn't pay attention but at what point did the principal announce that well did he come on like a thursday afternoon and say you know uh tomorrow you'll be having fish sticks for lunch and i want you kids to remember that bj's don't count (laughs) Is oral sex adultery? Yes! There is no discussion! If curling is an Olympic sport, then oral sex is adultery. And oral sex should be an Olympic sport. Why? Because it's harder than curling, and if you're any good at it, you deserve a medal. In case it's not obvious to you, I did some LSD during my life. (laughs) The reason I did LSD was because it allowed me, I thought, to have every thought that was humanly possible. I thought after taking LSD, I was prepared for everything. Well, I wasn't, because I watched the testimony of Bill Clinton, four hours. I didn't want to watch it, but since the International House of Pancakes is my health club, (laughs) I screwed up my back. So I was stuck at home having to listen to this. Now if you didn't watch this, there was not only the testimony of Bill Clinton was on one channel, but on the other channel, he was in front of the UN, speaking live. And I went back and forth. And there I turned him on, and he's doing his testimony, and he says, to the lawyer, uh, can you define the word alone? <laughs> He's got to know what the word alone means. He's depressed. If he doesn't know what the word alone means, that means he may be thinking that the voices in his head are other people. <clears throat> and then I flipped it back. To, the, to him standing in front of the U.N. And they're all giving him a big round of applause. They're standing up, yay, yay! You got a B.J., you got a B.J., yay! And then I put that, and he said, could you tell me what you mean by the word is? Shiz, <laughs> <"Jizz>? No, is. He <laughs> didn't you know what the word is means. You have to know what the word is means. That's the first word. It's the word to be. It's why he went out to try to get his winky whacked. <laughs> and he's in front of the U.N., yay, yay! And I flip back, and he said, well, no, I didn't have sex. Because, you see, it's like this. If I put a prophylactic in my finger, and I put it in my ear, I'm not really screwing my ear, am I? And I flip it back, and there he is, yay, there he is! And I'm sitting there, and I'm going, which one is real? And then, just before I passed out, I thought, if it weren't for my horse...
0: All right, that was Wanda Sykes, great. Wanda Sykes is the best, and then also Lewis Black,
3: also the best,
0: also the best. Old
3: clips, Nineteen yeah, 1998. Also.
0: I mean, Wanda Sykes is like an out lesbian now, she but is. she in that bit she was talking about her she was married. She
3: was married to a record producer. She's introduced as Wanda Sykes Dash Hall in that clip.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It's like v- now presenting. That's
0: yeah. v interesting.
3: Yeah, yeah. You want to know how you can tell if someone's gay, Chris?
0: Um, yeah.
3: If their Wikipedia has a personal life section. That's how you know.
0: That's how you know they're gay.
3: Yeah. Because Wikipedia, that's literally Wikipedia's shorthand for this person has come out in their life.
0: If they have a personal life section?
3: Yeah. Either they're gay or they are a controversial character.
0: (laughs) Well- Let's see. You want to test it? Dated um, another celebrity. I have a personal life ah, on my Wikipedia. Well there, we go. well, there it is. That's how I came What's out. Thank pers- you for getting me there, What's Nicole. What your
3: personal life say?
0: Stefano went to high school at Archbishop Malloy. He then earned a bachelor's degree in psychology from St. Joseph's College and a doctorate in physical therapy from New York Institute of <laughs> Technology. He previously dated comedian Carly Aquilino. So it's either they wow. have. I am gay, but it's no. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: they, they, okay. It's, it's, Be it's honest. true.
0: Good, Comedy Central Chloe knows all the shit. Did you
3: add that in? I
0: swear on everything. Who edited in your high school, Chris? I never I never made a Wikipedia, never hired anyone to make a Wikipedia. Yeah. I've never done anything. It says I started comedy in 2002. <laughs> I didn't start comedy until 2009. Oh, so, okay. liars. I'm gonna go
3: make some edits. Yeah,
0: I don't even know how. Best how do you
3: make a Wikipedia? Like, I had to make one for some. I had a job as a personal assistant, and he wanted me to make him one, and I had to convi- I had to like tell him like you're not famous, and they won't accept you. Like, they just won't. They like you can't. Uh, no one can just have a Wikipedia. Oh,
0: I love people's egos. It's so funny. Yeah, it's. Crazy. I want to make a Wikipedia. <laughs> it's like, dude, you own you own a bodega <laughs> what you're talking about
3: i was a personal assistant for, for a bodega that... owner
0: <laughs> bobby bodegas i just
3: replaced the bodega cat
0: you know wanda sykes she's like first of all wanda sykes and colin quinn are the only two comedians at the comedy cellar that have that have two headshots up so it's like interesting what, what does
3: that mean what does it imply? well like, it's
0: a big deal for, at the comedy cellar as it is a big deal at the comedy store to get a headshot on the wall at the comedy cellar or your name's written on the wall at the comedy store right so right. quinn and wanda sykes both have two headshots weird. Up, which is like weird it's like you're taking up space now nicole can't have her freaking headshot up because mm-hmm. wanda wants Wanda's to have two God, yeah um
3: well maybe one they give it to you when you come out they but, give you a second
0: one. but they're like icons because like first of all wanda sykes i've seen her live a couple of times she rips like the only other like female comedian I've seen rip as hard as her is Jessica Kearson. Like, Jessica Kearson and Wanda Sykes, like, they turn rooms over. So, you know, unbelievable. But with Wanda Sykes, Uh she, like, two years ago, was doing a show at the Boston Garden, okay? Uh 16,000 people. TD Garden, it's called now. And... (laughs) She made, like, a political joke. I don't even know what the joke was. I
3: the, like, the big, the big, like, arena thing? Like, no. the
0: arena. She's doing the arena because it was it's this benefit show called Comics Come Home, Dennis Leary's benefit show. Love it. Um, and, yeah, Love it's, it? like, all, like, for um, Cam Neely, who was, like, a, a player for the Boston Bruins. He has, like, this big cancer foundation. So, every mm-hmm. year okay. they do this show. Okay. And they have, like... Huge. Cu- yeah, like, huge show and comedians go, whatever i did a 2016 <laughs> fyi
3: oh my god um, but the wow. two
0: years later it's actually 2018 um she did this happen she made some joke i forgot what it was but anyway she got booed off stage <gasps> by the boston garden crowd
5: mm-hmm. like
0: legit booed off stage it was 16,000 people uh-huh. and that would make like most people like me certainly like i'd quit i'd be like i'm done she <laughs> came back the next night not at the boston garden at like a I think it was Laugh Boston in uh-huh, Boston uh-huh. and like fucking annihilated. And I heard got like a standing ovation or like close to a standing Whoa. ovation with a different crowd, but like the same Boston oh people. So it's like, that's why you have two headshots up at the comedy cellar. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah,
3: she was like, resurrected. That res- <laughs> you could
0: just do them both. So that's
3: her, uh, that half hour set opens up with her talking about bombing at a like feminist benefit. Because really? She was making jokes about like how she has to go home and cook dinner for her husband yeah and she was talking about bombing then so that's really funny that
0: the way that like wanda sykes just is i feel like she's one of those comedians like she's just above it all in the sense that like she can bomb Mm -hmm. and like walk off stage like she just killed like i guarantee you the booing didn't i mean it affects you but it doesn't it's like she didn't like crawl into a hole. She's probably <laughs> like, oh, fuck it. That audience sucked.
3: <laughs> Which is dope. <laughs> it's their problem, not mine.
0: It's dope. That's the way you have to be.
3: That's kind of like uh, Lewis Black said, fuck it, when he was like, I'm going to sit down for this entire okay. set. <laughs>
0: so, Lewis is, first of all, Lewis Black is one of my favorite comedians of all time. I've never met him or seen him live. But, <gasps> but, but like, I would love to. Um, so, come on the show, Lewis Black. You're listening.
3: Well, guess who's going to walk in right now? Oh, my God. Please, welcome to the stage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah. So <laughs> he, like, when I saw that, like, because, like, now, you know, this was, like, the half hour was, like, a new thing back then. But now, like, a lot of comedians have half hours. A lot of comedians have hours. Mm-hmm. Like, in order, like, visually to make it different, like, I feel like you almost have to start to do things now. Mm-hmm. Like, sit up, like, Louis Lewis Black, to me, was, like, very watchable for those bits that we were watching. if They're great jokes, well-written-out jokes. But, like, him just sitting on... A couch with like a library behind him. I'm like, what is this guy like? What is yeah. going on? He's not yeah, just yeah, standing yeah. up with a microphone, yeah. being like, "This is my next joke. That's my next joke." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's great. But I just feel like now, with like this oversaturation that we have, it's almost like a good idea. I think for me, and for you, like to look back at like what the older comics did because they were all like had their own spin on stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you know, mm-hmm. where it's like now, it's like. You have to. Like, you have to stand out somehow. Yeah. So oh, I'm, yeah. So, I'm sitting down in front of a library for my next special. That's <laughs> so what I'm going to do. And I'm going to say Louis <laughs> Black... library. Yeah. Louis Lewi- library. Yeah. And you know why I like him so much? Because he's so political. That, And I don't know anything about politics. I feel like a good... You can learn politics from comedians. you lose
3: your mind when you figure out who's president.
0: <laughs> Who... I voted for the woman. Is she not? Oh. Um, It's the other Um, guy. Yeah,
3: he's talking about Bill Clinton there. A lot of those half hour sets from 1998, 1999 are about Bill Clinton. He was the biggest thing. It should be Comedy Central presents Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton.
0: Clinton. How about the next Comedy Central roast, we roast Bill Clinton? Do you think he would ever do that? No, No way, right? no. No. Could you imagine if he a did, though? A president
3: would never do a Comedy Central <laughs> rose.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, for me, it's like, I love history, but I I don't know anything about politics. But the only things I do know are from, like, Colin Quinn, <laughs> like, Lewis Black, like, I can't listen, <laughs> oh, no. John Stewart. Like, that's why it was so great, because, like, The Daily Show was like, yeah, I can just... Like,
3: taught people news for that, those couple years.
0: BTW, real quick. Yeah. Can we just talk about something I learned yesterday from sure. um, Tim Dillon, um the great Tim Dillon. When the writers went on strike in <laughs> whenever it was, comedy writers went on strike I don't know what year. But John Stewart was
3: four no. no eight. It, it was oh, no, 09 thought.
0: But Stewart was doing the Daily Show. Whenever yeah, it, was it was seven, it was O seven. Oh seven. John Stewart was still hosting the Daily Show. It wasn't Trevor Noah yet. Yes, it, it, it. When the every other show like had to stop or like they had to like hire in new people, whatever John Stewart, uh-huh. for like two weeks, just wrote The Daily Show by himself. What? How nuts is that? Like, that's how, what a genius and smart, how smart that fucking guy. Could you imagine? I no. mean, it had to be like, suck for the writers, because they're like, what? John's, I mean, like John. could
3: do this without us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he didn't say that,
0: I'm sure, because like the writers are extremely valuable, but, yeah. but like, could you imagine writing a television show every day,
3: Monday, yeah, by Thursday, yourself,
0: yeah. politics, and then doing it and like not even mentioning it? It's like, that's like insider info to know. Whoa. How nuts I know, is that? I
3: want to go back and watch all those clips. That's cool. crazy. Cole BR also did it. He did. At he, the same time. Yeah, it was 07 to 08.
0: He, they were writing their own show. Wow. I that's, mean, it's nuts.
3: You have to be a machine.
0: An that's absolute so machine. crazy. To do that. To then have the balls and the confidence from Comedy Central just be like, yeah, go do it. Like, it's nuts.
3: We go back and look at those clips and John Stewart's just like, uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> They're the worst shows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, He's but-
3: like, so I had spaghetti for dinner. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. I don't know. Those are crazy. It's Craze. interesting
3: that they're talking about the Clintons. We're still talking about the Clintons right now. This was good.
0: I mean, get in these <laughs> '90s clips.
3: Okay, yeah. I feel so, the vintage Are you proud of me for choosing these older clips?
0: One hundred percent. I figured
3: out who Wanda Sykes was. I looked up who Lewis Black was.
0: Who is your? Fa- who are some of your favorite comedians right, right now? now? Yeah.
3: I, or no
0: musicians. Who's your favorite? Who are your favorite musicians right now? I want to see if I know any of these people. Give me three. That,
3: okay, Lady Gaga, Charlie, who? Charlie XCX. Do you know her?
0: I actually do know Charlie XCX, and I do know Lady Gaga.
3: Kim Petrus? Chloe
0: went into her uh, apartment illegally and took pictures with last her clothes year. on. Yep. So <laughs> we talked about that. Um,
3: Kim Petras. Do you know? No. Who is?
0: See her? I don't know.
3: Megan Thee Stallion. No. She's a great Houston rapper. Check her
0: out. See her? I don't
3: know. We'll listen to it But see, this is good. Okay. My favorite comics. You all know my favorite. You probably- Who? Name one. Who's my favorite comic right now? I mean, it's like, I don't know, like Joe Firestone I could watch forever. Okay, okay. Kyle Kinane, I really, really love. I know them. Um, That's good.
0: (laughs) But see, it's weird. I know them, Mm -hmm. right? This is true. Joe Firestone and Kyle Kinane, but I don't really know them. I just know who they are. But like, I don't Mm, know- Because they're
3: different scenes? I've never met
0: them. I've Mm. actually never been in Kyle Kinane or Joe Firestone's physical presence. Wow. Yeah.
3: That's crazy. Nuts. That's absolutely insane. What are yes, your favorite comics right now?
0: My favorite comics right now. Let's do
3: this. How about you choose your favorite like vintage like nineties comics and then yeah. your current comics right now? Maybe Vin- they're the same. I
0: don't know. Favorite nineties comic for sure is Sam Kinison. Okay. For sure. Love Sammy Kay. I love Sam Kinison and I loved um Paula Poundstone. I would laugh a lot at them. Those are vintage. Um now I love um Tim Dillon. Okay. I just I, I can't stop laughing at that fucking guy, um, <laughs> Tim Dillon. I lo- and uh, Chris D'elia's social media
3: uh-huh.
0: will not stop laughing. <laughs> um, Stand up, I, I just haven't seen that much, but I'm sure it's great. But he's but,
3: really good at social media stuff. He's like so oh, this I,
0: I just I, I can't like Log I, I can't on. Chris D'elia and um 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 Kyle Dunnigan's social media. I yeah. watch like like legit TV shows. I watch <laughs> them. I'm like, let me tune into what. They- How
3: does he do that face thing? The face I don't swap know thing. Uh, I, I like, don't, What kind of technology Does Kyle Dunnigan have Like in his home His kitchen I,
0: Dude I have no freaking clue But I it. I literally watch it Like it's a television show <laughs> So those social medias And I feel like that's, that's an important Distinction now Like in 2019 You have to be specific On what comedians You're talking about Do you mean your Favorite stand up do you mean your favorite social media comedian? Do you mean your favorite YouTube comedian? These are all different genres sure, of stuff yeah, now sure. where in the 90s, it was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a comedian because I do stand up or I'm on Saturday like Night Live. Who
3: goes to, comes to my town and who that's do I it. watch? Yeah.
0: It's like nowadays, it's like, oh, uh, do you mean your favorite live podcast comedian? Because that's these are all different.
3: It's true.
0: These are all different things.
3: True. It's true. It's like it's an true. interesting thing. Times are changing.
0: Times are changing. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would say. say I would say those, those are my favesicles right now and always just but like live performance like I just like I Jessica Kirsten I just like shit myself laughing every time she comes I just I literally take shits on the floor of the comedy (laughs) cellar and I have to clean it up but it's Jessica's fault not mine
3: (laughs) and that's
0: yeah and that's how we get into Greg Proops sounds like poops
3: (laughs) perfect segue okay we're gonna end the podcast with Greg Proops
0: yes I love Greg Proops never met him either but he's always wears suits and he's very smart Shout out Greg Proops. Stand up for Christmas Stefano. All right,
3: another great episode.
0: Love you, Nicole boys.
3: I'll see you next week. And Comedy week. Central, Chloe. And Comedy Central, Chloe. See you next week. Bye.
1: You leave white people alone for a long time, they're not going to come up with a lot of goodness, you know. Every time an election comes around, there's always that same message of love in this country. You know what's wrong with this country? People from other countries. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, people from other countries. Now, we're Americans. Technically, who is from this country? Only the Indians, who we graciously let dwell on their native casinos. (laughs) We all came over in a boat one way or another, right? And why is it always the ugliest white people with this message? The white race is the superior race. We must never allow the inferior blood of the mud people to take our superiority. You're like, oh, Jesus. Holy cow. You should date around is what you should do. (laughs) You've got gills and a pointed head and date outside your immediate family is my advice to you. Seek out the swarthy-skinned, almond-eyed people. I think you'll find them a refreshing dip in the gene pool. I mean, if you want to live in white world, if you want to experience the stultifying boredom and penetrating ennui that homogeneity can bring, you can go to Canada any day of the year. It's an entire country named Doug. I mean, it's lovely there. It's really lovely, you know. Our country smells like urine, you know. Canada's pine fresh. Because white people do not come up with the good music, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be very, very honest. Oh, they can play music, but they don't invent the good music. And the crowd goes quiet. But, Greg, white people invented polka... and Gregorian chants, and country, I rest my case. (laughs) White people did not invent blues or samba or salsa, or jazz, or rock and roll, or hip hop, or reggae, or anything that's fun, because... But why, Craig, why? Why didn't white people invent those things? They produce them and take all the money for them. Because it requires hip movement of the pelvic region during the dancing process and a certain looseness of character which white people do not possess, nor are they any good at at any point. You've seen people from other countries dance, right? Brazilians, during carnival, it's fabulous, right? Feathers in their hair, breasts hanging out, middle of the day, beads coming off their butt. Oba, oba, wow! (laughs) Pumping, pounding, reaffirmation of our humanity, right? You don't see a lot of rednecks marching through Phoenix on Martin Luther King Day with feathers in their hair and beads on their butt, do you? Gosh, I feel free. White people invented, like, Swiss clock dancing. <laughs> Little goat girl, you are kicking the jam. Ooh, you got my leader lederhosen in a situation. Mmm, and this food, it's so delicious. What is this pure cheese in this fondue? God bless our white culinary heritage. You leave white people alone in constant isolation for thousands of years, you know what their musical contribution is going to be? River dance. (laughs) I can't move my hips. I can't move my head. But below the ankles, I am a rockin' bag of Gaelic sex. Oh, yes, I am. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen.
7: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.